In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. To, uh, say hi to Joe. Say hi to Joe in that camera. Joe is our editor that's not here with us. He's uh, oh, he's dying passed. of cancer. Well, he's dying of cancer. Oh, like the yeah. king. Yeah. King of England. Yeah, he is kind of like the king of England, except without the wealth or the what notoriety. What do the king of England and that guy Joe have in common? <laughs> Give up? They're both dying of cancer. We'll be right back after these words from Luzon, L- Luzonda, the new medication for cancer. Are you dying of cancer? We've got... Medicine that'll give you more cancer, Luzonda. David? Oh, I thought it was Luzon, Luzonda. Luzon, Luzonda. Okay. Yeah, just to mark now, Luzon. I don't understand. And, why, and is the, why would the medication give you more cancer? It seems That's, to... I know. Well, because we're developing another medicine to take care of that. Oh, smart. Yeah, we just want to kind of layer medicines as long as we can to try to fix one thing and make another problem. Is it fair to call the first one medicine? Yeah, it fixes something. What does it fix? Your bank account? (laughs) 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 Woo! Yeah, we're going to be billionaires once Luzonda really takes off. Uh, And you can be in on it if you'd like. This is actually an investment meeting. Oh, no. That's my financial advisor. Sorry, that sounds very unethical, and I try to not do unethical things. Okay, when the cameras are off, we'll talk again. Uh, Well, if you're saying when the cameras are off in air quotes, that means cameras wouldn't be off. That's right. So we'll our newest sponsor, David Cross, is here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that from my guest, but oh. I mean it once again today. <laughs> it's David Cross. There you go. <sighs> Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being on the show. I love you from afar. <laughs> you don't know me. I don't know you well. I know. Have we met or no? I think we met one time through uh, Judith Apatow. Okay. Judd's... Uh, other his mistress his mistress yeah, yeah we shouldn't talk about that i think yeah one time and one time only at uh it was billed as uh, that, that yeah was a one, time one time and one time only yeah event at largo mm-hmm. uh was i think the only time outside of that no never okay just two just two planes flying along in the comedy sky and then our paths happened to cross well yeah you know that when you're on a plane and you see another plane go below you mm-hmm. and you think i wonder what they say to each other when they the pilots? Yeah, what do they say? Um, look out below, and then they empty the bathroom thing. You know, there was a comic that had that joke. I don't remember who it was that said, maybe it was Bargazzi. It was like, I'm up until 40, I really did think the 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 noise, the violent noise of like, was because it was just like emptying it over <laughs> wherever the fuck we were going. And there's a piece of you that always goes... I kind of thought that for a long time. I had no idea. I, I would want them to do that. Yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. Why are we carrying all That's this That's why they call it flyover states. That's right, because we're flying right over and it's and, all... And dumping our shit and piss. Well, you think about it, the farm, most of it's farmland and it's all... Uh, shit and piss does help stuff grow. I think the shit does. I'm not sure about the piss part. Now, I've been pissing on my lawn for like a year and a half. And? It's all dead, but they do say it cycles. Okay. Well, so, well now with the rains, uh, that should help. <laughs> we'll see, man. Yeah. But yellow is a good color. I don't know why everybody's lawn needs to be green. It doesn't. I think you're on something. Thank you. That's a that's a like a, the old patriarchy. You know, the, that's an the, old white guy thing. Yeah, an yeah, old yeah, white yeah. Guy thing. Get your Got green a, lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to mow it. That's funny because my dog, 
my dog loves to piss in like the exact same spot, of course, every day, or like a like a, just like a two square foot area. That's what dogs do. Uh, and the grass is all dead. And it's the guy that was coming to like do the lawn was like, "Do you want us to fix that?" I'm like, "What's no. that? Why? Well, yeah. What would be the point?" Just... He was like, "Well, we could make make grass not there and just put like pebble." I was like, "No, no, no. Just let her keep killing it. Who gives a shit?" Yeah. What's the point? I'm with you. Yeah, you don't need any of this. Are you a dog guy? Do you have animals? Uh, yeah. Well, I had a dog for uh, fifteen, a little over fifteen years. Had to put her down. I'm sorry, but I got a good ten minute bit out of it. That's good. And uh, yep. And um, and then just a week and two days ago, got a puppy. Um, that for my daughter it was an early birthday present. And uh, I'm a dog guy, and I've wanted to uh, wanted to get a dog again. My wife is a um, she's not anti dog, but she's more cat. She's more cat person, yeah. and um, uh, but she's also allergic to dogs, as we found out. And so, or you know, certain dogs and dander and stuff. And so we had to get a hypoallergen aller, hypoallergenic dog. Mm. Am I saying that right? Hypoallergenic. It yeah. yeah. And um, so we had to go, and I was, you know, we had no choice, basically, but I was very much like, you know, we got to figure this out because I don't want to get a, a brie, you know, a dog that's been bred, and I want to go rescue a dog. It's the greatest. I, d- I did that with uh, my last dog, Ollie. I rescued her, and they were going to kill her, and she was a puppy, and and, and I you just have a a bond that I don't think the dog senses, but you right. know you <laughs> sense it, and um, and it allows you kind of to be uh, petulant when they're not doing something. You'd be like, "I fucking saved your fucking life," you know, and uh, <laughs> and so we got a a Bernadoodle, which is uh, supposedly the best of that of a hypoallergenic breed, and it's um, it's definitely more Bernice Mountain Dog than Poodle. So it's big. Well, it's a puppy right now. We got it when it was seven weeks old. But, I mean, it's going to be a big, big dog. It's going to be big. Because poodles are fucking huge. Yeah. Well, there's all kinds of Right, unless poodles. it's a mini or a toy, I, but the OG poodle is a yeah, big yeah. dog. We we don't know. I mean, you don't really know, but it's anywhere from, like, it's going to be anywhere from, on the low end, 45 pounds, and I think it's going to be bigger than that, to, like, 85. Yeah. And I think it's going to get closer to, like, 65. Just judging, and the huge paws. Yeah, the big paws thing is my favorite. And When and they're stumbly she's over them. She's fucking awesome. Uh, I, that's the wrong word. Not awesome. She's cute. Yeah. And uh, and she, um, you know, I it's, I do not remember, and I was trying. I was trying everything. Like, how did I train ollie that was my first dog how did i train i can't remember because this dog shit and pisses everywhere that has no interest in the pee pads (laughs) isn't getting it slowly it's getting it but also we got it from like a rural farm and uh you know just three feet of snow and uh upstate like about an hour outside of uh, buffalo so it, it when it came when we got it and came to the city, it had never seen concrete, oh, cars, wow. the noise sirens, alone has be yeah, crazy. the smells, everything, other other different people, dogs, like yeah. so. It's the first the week first weekend was a nightmare. It was really she was just terrified and freaked out. Now slowly but surely, and my daughter is fucking in love with it. 
you know. That's great, man. Yeah. That first that first chunk of time with the dog when it is the hardest is also the most fun. We got our we got our little mutt slut from a friend of a friend who was getting furniture made in downtown LA and this guy was like, this dog came in and had puppies and then took off. Oh, wow. Which we researched. It says usually they know they're going to die if they leave the oh. puppies that early. Because they were only like three or four weeks old when the mom left. Uh-huh. And uh, oh, boy. he was like, this guy was like, I'm not keeping all these fucking dogs. So I'm either going to turn them into the city or something. Right. or you know." So our friend was like, oh, I'll take as many as I can. Because she's yeah. so, like, she has a house filled with animals. And we saw our dog. And then, you know, I was like... When the dog comes over, let's talk about it. Let's, you know what I mean? And then. And they'll they'll tug at your heartstrings. Within five seconds, you're <laughs> like, we're keeping the dog. And so she it, shit it, all over the house. Oh, and the yeah. first first week we had her, she kept shitting. And then um, behind the television, like we have like a little TV stand. And uh, it was like a long, I mean, it looked like two feet. <laughs> and I was like, holy fuck, dude, this dog. It like it was incredible, and then I saw. Wait, it. wait, you you mean a a compilation of all the shits? Or it, one no, it long looked like shit. one long shit. It was what unbelievable. Kind of dog? It was unbelievable. But she's tiny. I mean, she's just a little. She's like a Maltese cocker spaniel oh, poodle terrier. Dog. She's like yeah. fifty things. And I saw that's my dog. Yeah, that's her right there. That's Cubs. oh gosh, how old? And she's five. In and that photo. Yeah, she's five there. But yeah. when you got her, how old was she? We got her four, four to six weeks. They're not oh, really one hundred percent sure. So, it was way too young. So, young. but when she shit behind wow. the TV, we saw like a wire, and then my heart stopped thinking. In my old office, my computer wires are fucking all over the place. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit, dude! She chewed through a wire. Like, that's yeah. not good. I'm. We got to take her to the vet." So I like grab all this shit up, and as I'm grabbing it, the wire is like not the consistency of a wire. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And of course, I call the vet, and they're like, oh, dude, that's worms. They ha- your dog has worms. That's not a computer wire. That's that's why she was ho- had all this shit built up in her and had right. like shit all. So she had worms when we first got her, and then oh, it was man. like w- within within the first month was like ten trips to the vet to figure out. But now she's fully functional. You did a good thing, and you, I yeah. mean, you got to know that your family oh, knows yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's gonna happen. You, you but know. but you're you know like oh we did a good thing. Yeah, we yeah, it was rad. Save this dog. I know we want another one, but also I'm in that mindset of like, how do we do the puppy thing again? Should we just get like a five six year old? I honestly do not fucking remember. I yeah. was trying, and I, I got to call my ex girlfriend who we got uh, the dog together. I'm like, do you remember what we did for that first month? Because I don't. We had one trick. I remember we got like sleigh bells. Mm-hmm. Uh, put them on the door. Door, yeah. yeah so they and did the them. treat and hit it with the nose to go outside. Yep, yep. That was the. I think that was like the quickest learning curve where I was like, "Look at this." Yeah. No more piss and shit in the house. Yeah. Uh, once they get it, it's the best thing. And you, you look back. You know, for the rest of the time, you look back and remember when we first got her and she was shitting all over the place. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Especially if you're working a lot, it's funny to be like busy. And you're like, Ugh, I'll get to that shit as soon as I clean up all this <laughs> other bullshit. It's like yeah. sectioned off. Yeah. Pieces of shit. I, we we have a uh, we have a little backyard area of a uh, uh, a brownstone in Brooklyn and uh, um, so extremely lucky which I didn't have with the other dog where you know I don't I don't have to get up and put on a full outfit at four thirty in the morning when she has to go out I just scoop her up and head down the stairs open the door plop her down oh that's good and then wait ten minutes and go back and go back to bed so I'm I'm very lucky that way but yeah. But is is it uh, what is? I'm curious to know. Moving away from it, because otherwise I'll I'll spend an hour talking about dogs. You part of the reason that 
when you're when the when the PR team reached out about you putting out a new special and talking about it on the uh, show. PR stands for public relations. Is that seriously what it is? Yeah. You, you thought it was Puerto Rico? Yeah. Because uh, it was like, David Cross want to come on the show to promote. And I was like, okay. Oh, so it was like an old uh, West Side Story audition. Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Uh, but a part, a part of me was like, I'm curious to know. Puerto Rican accent? Yeah, again? Puerto Rican, yeah. Uh, David going to come on the show, baby, puppy. Is that pretty good? That's more Dominican, but okay. Oh, come on, dude. You're splitting, you're splitting dark, thick, coarse hairs here. That's racist. That is. <laughs> Um, but when you, when I heard that you were putting it on, I have to remember that reaction. For yeah. <laughs> and it, yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, very much so. Please with yourself. Did you decide to put out, um, this is like a, take no offense to this. Did you decide to put it out on 800 pound gorilla, your new special and like all your other ones? Do you want to move everything to one platform? Is that like the kind of the goal? Uh, I From mean, a stand up perspective, I'm, I'm curious. This hat. Um, Ooh, please put it back if you don't mind. <laughs> Is it too shiny? Yeah. Is it burning, yeah. burning your yeah. retinas? Can we adjust the uh, <laughs> lights um, coming from me? I Eventually, yes. I I would, as I would think anybody, would want all their stuff accessible in one yeah. easy-to-access place. And uh, and I've had shit all over the place. Like, the, my Netflix special is, you know, I've talked to other comics about this. Uh, do, do you have something on Netflix? Yeah, I have one on Netflix, just one. So, so did you find, like, you are... Uh, a slave to the algorithm that like people yeah. yeah and it and I even like bigger actor guys who've had projects on there like if you kind of bitch about it like but it's a real thing if there are people who have no idea that my I have a special on Netflix because unless you're searching for this certain kind of co- comic I guess it just doesn't come up on the feed yeah. of the stuff you happen to like and uh and that kind of sucks. I wish I had more control over going like, hey, here's... I mean, I had something on Epics. I had something on uh, Comedy Dynamics. I had one... The the one before this one, I just put I put it on my site. It's just and now on, this one... The, the one that was before this one is on 800 Pound again, right? I think I might have just given it to them. Give just, it to throw it up Why there. not? Yeah, and I thought so. They... Uh, yeah, that one I just did myself. Paid for it. You know, uh, did it in New York. And... Uh, because um, I had to cancel the tour because of COVID, yeah. I would have gone out. But um, so, uh, you know, this uh, and I think a hundred pound gorilla. Every uh, I'm fairly new to working with them, but every aspect of working with them has been great. They're yeah. really I, they did mine mine t- my last one too. They're rad. Yeah, they're really good yeah. people. They're smart. Their their production company's good. They're uh, they're not gouging you. They're no. they want to um, make a good product at yeah. a fair deal, which I think is the biggest beef that most comics have when we're like, especially you know, when you're earlier on, you know, like I signed that death contract with Comedy Central, mm-hmm. you know, that was like you get thirty bucks, yeah, and if somebody buys it, you get another three dollars, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit, you know, yeah, and and they strung us along when I was twenty eight, and so I just didn't know any better, and. Well, that's what they do. They take advantage they of people who are seriously who <laughs> yeah, want, and not, not just them, but everybody, yeah. and uh, who want their stuff out there. And you, and they, you know, uh, it's like you're, you're, you're saying, okay, I'll, I'll, I, I won't take as much money, but I can get eyeballs on it, and then that'll pay off in the future. And you know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, yeah. My only job is to try to make comedic 
things, whether TV, television, sketch, podcast. My job is to try to like formulate that. So then to also well, go also and to push Manscaped products. God bless. Yeah, Manscaped. No, no, but I think it's like that's my my gig is to know that world. I don't know. I I think the hard thing is even if I did have the foresight to know what those contracts were saying. I wouldn't know what to ask for anyway. Yeah. Even if I was like, this seems weird. I'd be like, well, what the fuck do I know? that I'm not as valuable as someone else. The best part about those companies to and their relationship with comedians is most of us are so insecure or so self-doubting that if they're like, well, you think you're going to sell as good as that guy? And you're like, I'd yeah. probably not. <laughs> so like, you convinced me yeah. in five like, seconds. Put in the contract that they're like, there's no way you're going to do that good. You're like, you're right. Yeah, I'll probably shit the bet. That's the problem. So, well, this is all to say, eight hundred pound gorilla has been great. They're fucking awesome. To awesome. Work with ethical, uh, uh, and and their team is good. They're all in house. So yeah. I, I when I shot it, I was like, uh, I, chances are I'm gonna have to go to uh, Nashville for a couple days, where they're based out of, and you know, sit with the editor, and never an issue. Like we just notes were he was way ahead of anticipating what I'd want and really good and it was a it was a treat they were did great. you Matt Schuler? did you work with Matt I did yeah it's great the re- the reason I not to stay so deep in it but the reason I got so into those guys was because I went to New York to watch Ari shoot Jew his mm-hmm. special mm-hmm. and I mean it's out which is great but I remember watching it live and being like this the candle like just the stage the stage setup was so beautiful and cool and I was like, "Who, whose idea with it? And he was like, it really was mine. And they were like, yeah, we'll do it. And yeah. he immediately thought they were going to be like, no, I'm not going to light 700 fucking candles yeah. for your stupids, but we're doing two <laughs> shows. But he's like, they were so cool about wanting to make it my way within reason. And I was like, that's, I don't, that doesn't exist. Because, you know, so many companies that I first had gone to were like, listen, man, just do a fucking curtain. Yeah. You know, like, and, and I get it too. For cost, I understand, like, you have to sacrifice one thing for another, but... Anyway, it's it's nice to know that there are newer companies that are just like, what do you want? How do you want to fucking do this whole thing? And they're, we'll just I mean, do it the way you They're want. also comedy fans. You know, yeah, they are. Which, which helps. Yeah, that's know? that's the big thing we should have focused on in the first yeah, place. They're not like money fans. Right. You know, I got into this business for money. I'm a big fan of money. and uh, <laughs> Comedy money. Yeah. Big comedy money guy. <laughs> right. Outside of touring and special, are you working on a show of your own? No. Uh, will, well, you, will you please for my, for me? Well, you know, Bob and I uh, wrote, developed, and pitched a show, really cool, fun idea, that uh, a limited series, eight episodes, um, uh, and, and pitched it around and had, like, a little bidding for it from four different companies, and then we went with Paramount Plus, and... Uh, we wrote up the first four episodes and then the kind of a really uh, um, specific, extensive Bible for the last four, all of which we had pitched. Like, here's a story, here are the characters, right. and um, here's how it'll work, and then just actually wrote it. Um, and then they said no, which was weird because it was what we pitched. There was nothing... I love when they no. say yes and no. Well, they... Okay, so... a a A... Uh, ugly reminder that the real power isn't because I'll tell you what they said. Look, we could go back and forth and we give you notes, but we don't think this is the, the amount of notes we are going to could give you would even get it to the point. I'm paraphrasing, get it to the point because, and then this is a quote: uh, marketing and analytics 
uh, I can't remember exactly what this is, but it was about the marketing and analytics department not getting it, not wanting it. And that made them say, no thanks. <laughs> like, what? If our marketing team isn't interested, we're not interested. Dude, they have all the fucking power. <laughs> I crazy. learned that early on when, yeah. when we were doing Run, Ronnie, Run. It was crazy. It was a, it was quite a, a, a bit of a shock that they, if the marketing department doesn't have the imagination yeah. to take a, uh, a pre-existing idea and figure out how to make that idea when it's reached its fruition how to sell it then they can say no they need to hire these guys like these internet guys uh what's that guy's name grant uh you know these new guys like Grant Gisnick Cardone or something he does like uh dude i don't know anything about not this it, well world. it's it's one of these it's some it's been it's been sorry about that that's my dad he'll just <laughs> he'll just run the hose once okay. in a while it's one of these internet guys that's like telling you yeah this guy <laughs> He's like, uh, who is it? Wait, go back. He, look at a photo of this fucking guy. He's one of these guys that's like, if you don't know how to sell, a, you know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> yeah. a, sa- he's like a sales. G- yes. like, it's like, why don't they just hire these lunatics? Right. You know, because these motherfuckers they can sell anything. They're the kind of guys that are that they. And do he's these- sell. He's selling you. He's selling on you, the fact you that he wants to sell himself. Yes, he's selling you on the fact that you should learn how to sell you. He's like, if you have a thousand dollars in your pocket. You should know how to make ten thousand out of it, right? One of these guys, who... <laughs> yeah, dude. It's but it's it's like yeah, the yeah. confidence in these motherfuckers. Like, put them in a marketing department for a TV network. Then I love uh, just let this guy do it. That's a fucking that's that's a legit good idea. Yeah, because these guys are so fucking overtly confident <laughs> that you're like, really throw him idea. there. Why wouldn't let this lunatic do it? Because but he, make it a part of your contract that's like hidden in there, yeah. So that when you go into the marketing, Grant Cardone meeting... must sell our show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because he, he he's so, they're so confident in the fact that it's like, if you're making, le- there yeah. was one clip that was on there, we all never, I don't know if you'll be able to find it, but he goes, if you're making less than a million dollars a year, how are you providing for your family? Uh, yeah, that is tough. Yeah. <laughs> less than a million. And he's like legitimately, re- and the person he's talking to is like, I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know. I make $902,000 <laughs> and it's all I can do to get government milk on the <laughs> Oh, yeah, powdered milk. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Rabbit Hole Distillery and their one-of-a-kind Kentucky bourbon and rye whiskeys. Behind Rabbit Hole, this great sauce, their award-winning spirits is a story of their founder, Kaveh Zamanian. You hear that? Uh-huh, baby. The South, 20-plus year successful career this guy had, and he left it to go craft the world's finest spirits. He jumped on the rabbit hole, and boy, did he ever. He was the fastest to ever get condu- inducted into the Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Fame. Shout out to you. Congrats to you, my friend. If you're looking for something truly original and unique, I got to tell you, great sauce for a great price point. A lot of bourbon out there that's, uh, you know, overpriced. A lot a lot of stuff is kind of uh, touted, and it's you know, not really uh, worth it, so to speak. This stuff is very, very good. They have four distinct expressions. I've been sip-sapping on Cave Hill. That's their four-grain triple malt bourbon. This is the OG sauce. It's the original. Um, it's really good. Very good. little honey malted barley. Uh, comes together with uh, malted wheat and, of course, that mash bill, including a bit of corn in there, my friends. Uh, they do it good down there in Louisville, Kentucky. They also got the high rye uh, double malt bourbon, the high gold. They got boxer grill, the rye, the sour mash rye, and, of course, that Derringer that uh, finished in uh, uh, Pedro Jimenez sherry casks. A lot of people like that sherry cask finished bourbon. It's very, very good. Um... These are always toasted uh, and charred barrels, and they do 15 uh, barrels at a time. That's quality in every drop. That's small batch, baby. 
Um, they got four distinct expressions. I've been sip sapping on Cave Hill. Find yours. Go to rabbitholedistillery.com slash buy now. Use promo code rabbit for five bucks off your first order. Rabbitholedistillery.com slash buy now. Promo code rabbit for five bucks off your first order. Please drink responsibly. Hey, do you know how many subscriptions that you have? Are you subscribed to a lot of stuff? You don't even know it. You are. You are, and you don't even know it. I had so many uh, subscriptions, I had no clue what I was signing up for. That's why Rocket Money is great. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. How much easier do you want life to be? You can see all your subscriptions in one place. It's awesome. Uh, If you don't want it, you click with a cancel. Cancel with a click and click with a cancel, my friends. Uh, One little tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. Thank God. Uh, You don't want to catch someone on their bad day. What do you want? Uh, Well, I just want to cancel, Carol. I just want to cancel, please. Um, They're even going to try to get you a refund uh, for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills by up to 20%. It's pretty good. Got to take a picture of your bill. Rocket Money will take care of the rest. Rocket Money's great. I'm sure you've heard of them by now. They've, they've, uh, they have over 5 million users, and help, they've helped save their members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. That's impressive. Save me a good chunk of money thanks to them. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash whiskey. Rocketmoney.com slash whiskey. You heard it. Rocketmoney.com slash whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. It's, it's just wild to think that that's the new standard of... of the internet push of marketing has yeah. become you have to be you have to be selling every inch of every second of your life otherwise you're worthless right. and obviously not everyone you're is leaving money on the table too yeah you're leaving so much money on the table yeah. well the reason i asked that about the show is only because McCone and i were talking before the show about um about mr show and McConan o'brien McCone and o'brien right there yeah he okay. wishes McCone and o'brien yeah his no his last name is uh corkery this guy and what's, his brothers what's, are. What, what's McCohen? Uh, so McCohen is my grandma's maiden name, so it's traditionally a last name, but it's my first. McCohen. McCohen Corker. I like it. I like and it. And it's Finnegan, what, Flanagan? And, and Seamus are his brothers. Jesus. And his dad's name is Mark. No, <laughs> what's your dad's name again? Kean, yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you psyched about uh, Sinn Fein taking over? You oh, you're, asking, a, you're asking an informed question. He's not. Uh... Not an Irish person. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Dude, this guy said to me the other day, he, he, he literally... Is that an Irish person? Yes. This is what I'm dealing with. 24. He said to me the other day, he watched me put a hash please, brown... Please, wait, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt. Please Google Sinn Féin when we're out of here. No, no, no. No, no, do now. it now. No, do it now so we can learn something. <laughs> By the way, in the meantime, I put a hash brown inside of an Egg McMuffin yesterday at mm-hmm. the airport when we were flying back from Reno, and he goes, whoa, whoa, but like a legitimate whoa. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And he goes, I've never... I never have seen that or even thought about that. Dude, <laughs> life hack 109. <laughs> I consider myself more of a Minnesotan than like an Irish person. Sure. Okay, there are two. So you can be Irish yeah, and you're allowed from to be Minnesota. Both. Yeah. yeah, you're allowed to be I'm both. No. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this is what I deal with every day of my life. You have no idea. It's, wow. And I'm in love with him. He's my son. He's my. I love him to death, but it's really hard. It's, I've adopted him. Is Sinn Féin an Irish person? <laughs> Is that an Irish person? <laughs> um, and then Google the Troubles. Please Google the Troubles after that. Once you've read, once you've studied up on Sinn Féin. Yeah, McCone, McCone almost joined the IRA, by the way. I don't oh, know if you know that. Wait, yeah. wait, but inadvertently. He <laughs> yeah, had no idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no idea. Uh, wait, so put this through the slot in the pub and then run <laughs> like hell? All right. It's really hot. Do I have to, how long do I hold on to this for? 
you you can do some research. You can do some yeah. deep diving research and start to read. He hasn't read and. Is Sinn Fein an Irish person? Is he is he an Irish person? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the pronouns are, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, no, the reason I ask yeah. to go back is because we look. I, I I've been a fan from afar for a long time, and I think I just would love to see you do more of uh, what you do best. And so it'd be, you know, I don't know. That's why I was interested to know if you guys were making another show. I know that's tough because the the way that the fucking machine is now. Yeah, it's totally different as as we learned recently. But uh, I, you know what, I I would love to do like another kind of. Uh, Todd Margaret, but the, just the idea hasn't come to me. Um, but Bob and I, this is not a sure thing, but I think it's pretty likely. Um, we're going to climb Machu Picchu and shoot it. Whoa. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. I think it'll be cool. when, when did you settle on this? Was this kind of like in the middle of writing something else? You're like, we should fucking... No, to be honest, I was uh, in the middle of the ocean. And last summer, and I was just sort of like content and enjoying everything. And and it occurred to me, like I always, uh, I've I've I want to do more things that I like this that bring me pleasure, you know. And and a part of it is like getting a sense of my mortality in a in a way that I hadn't before. And my body isn't uh, is kind of breaking down in little bits and pieces. And um, and it's like I've been saying I want to. I've been saying I'm going to climb Machu Picchu for twenty plus years, and and it was right there. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing it this year. I don't care. I'm going to do it." And then I thought, "Well, I should do it." This is all like took three seconds in my head. Uh, I should do it with somebody like a friend who likes to hike. Who wants to go hiking? Ah, oh, Mark Rivers likes to go hike. Oh, Bob. Bob's a big hiker. He loves hiking. Um, and then immediately thought. Oh, I, sh- I guess we should film it, and then so I called Bob. You know, I got home back to back to New York and told him about it, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a great idea." And, That's uh, incredible. And yeah, it happened very quickly. And then we, uh, you know, his wife is his manager and uh, producer, and we were like, "Let's figure this out." And we went to a couple different companies and picked one, and now we're getting it together is are you guys going to document like the pre-journey and all that stuff or is it only yeah, yeah i think i think what uh what it'll end up being and of course this is subject to change uh especially based on whatever whoever buys it if they sure. do buy it um it'll probably be you know three eps you know the the first third of the first one is probably getting you know our our Individual families, Bob in L.A., me in New York, and packing and doing a little training and saying goodbye to the wife and the kids and um, going to the airport and flying and then meeting up in right. Lima and then going to, I can't remember the name of the town you go to. It's like three hours away. And and then, you know, probably start the actual hike at, at the beginning of the end of the first step. How long does it take, by the way? I think it's 27 miles. Uh, there's a big one of the days. It's a it's a three or four days. You have to um, acclimate for right, two to three right, days, right. Uh, at least. And then um, uh, it's broken up into three days. The second one is, in, I mean, the second one's like this. The incline God. is insane when you look at it. 
Um, Does this scare you at all? No, no. not at all. No, okay. not at all. Uh, although I will, it it has just in the last week or so occurred to me. I'm I'm looking at this like I I'm a forty year old in great shape, and I and I understand that. I, I it's starting to dawn on me. Like I always take the stairs, and I and I've just been recently getting trying to be self uh, uh, you know conscious of the of what my body's doing i i uh was walking up maltman mm-hmm. you know which is a pretty steep thing and i'm i mean three blocks in i'm like <gasps> oh hi and i'm like oh well let's multiply this by yeah. 7000 right, right. <laughs> of these uh and i really got a get in shape you know and i'm i'm probably in the worst shape i've ever been in my life really yeah yeah this is pretty good for bad i'm i'm you in... don't look heavy or anything at all no i'm i'm definitely like eight pounds overweight but the, you know... in, the inside's a little tough is that what you're saying <laughs> yeah my spirit is <laughs> spirit's cr- but i've also got like i had to go get orthotics because i have two broken bo- i had broken bones i never took care of so that was fused and then you get arthritis yeah. and um i just had elbow surgery like uh what was that for? Uh, I had... Good God. Look at that motherfucker. Um, that was for uh, golfer's elbow. I can't remember the official... The, the... Yeah, like tennis elbow or whatever? It's, it's the inside. Tennis elbow is on the outside. Same. This same... is for golfers? Yeah. That's the funny. Joint. I have it. Do you really? Yeah. You t- did you tear your tendon? No, but it just hurts a lot. Oh, you got Is it a burning sensation? Yeah. Yeah, you got to take care of that, man. Really? Oh, dude. It Yes. Did you get it from golfing? No, I don't golf. I've never golfed. Yeah, so how did you get it? Jerking off to golf. Right. I jerk off to golf. Right, right. When the tour is on. It's called a jolf. You when you jolf. When you jolf. You when jerk, you off, jerk golf? off to golf. Golfer's elbow caused by Med- overuse. Medial epicondylitis. Yeah. Oh, come on. Medial epicondylitis. Uh, or pitcher's elbow. That's what it is. You've been throwing yeah. a lot again. Yeah, well, you know, I do. Uh, you've seen the home run derby. Haven't I? Yeah, well, that's me. Lobbing. Every time? Every time, lob into thing. I'll put a different makeup on. Hair and right. makeup comes Hair in. Hair and makeup, and, yeah, right? Flies in. Aesthetics, yeah. <laughs> and uh, my body's broken too. I feel, I feel your pain. But I've ripped the tendon because uh, I had it, and I know what it's from. It's from uh, uh, we were in Toronto uh, during COVID, so we were potting. You were allowed to pod with one family, and we um, and my wife was there working on a, a show, and there were. Uh, four kids, my daughter and then three other kids, and I would play with the kids and I did you know rough housing and stuff. And I would, my daughter is who's who's a little slighter than everybody. Uh, I would throw her up and I you know and I toss them on the bed and all that stuff. Right. And then two of the kids are stout, thick yeah. kids, yeah. and they would be like me, 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 do me. I'm like okay, and mm-hmm. I. And I did. I didn't want to be, you know, jerk just my daughter. Yeah. That's all I could afford. <laughs> and um and so I'd play with them and I'd throw them up and doing all that stuff and and I know that that's where I damaged it. And then uh I went to get a cortisone shot. Have you had to do that? Not yet. No. Dude, it is This is why I'm saying take care of it cuz that is one of the most painful things I've ever gone through. Yeah, I've it's heard a that. long 
So they have to, it's like a 30 second thing. And I was like crying. I was like tearing up and the guy held my hand like this way, you know, like linked up. Yeah. And which is like common, like he knew to do that. He just took my hand. He goes, okay. And he put some freezer burn stuff on there with the- the, They numbed it. They numbed it, you know, with the freezer burn. Right. Yeah. I still have a a burn mark from it because it was like, this is not working. And they take this long needle. Oh, don't show me don't this. Don't show it. God we don't want to relive this it. This is insane. Why are just doing playing this? it on video. You fucking lunatic. <laughs> so they take this long needle because it's it's filled with the um, cortisone, right? And um, it's like a steroid. Mm. And he have to put it in, but it doesn't go in one place. He's moving it around. <laughs> it's like a thirty second process, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Oh my fucking god, that's painful. Because you can feel every everything you feel he touches. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and then it felt much better. And then it like worked. I was like, great, okay. Because he he took X-rays. He's like, all right, you don't need. You didn't tear it or anything. And then because I'm stupid this way, I really am dumb. Uh, uh, we were upstate. I have a house upstate along the Delaware River, and me and a whole bunch of friends with kids went tubing. Right, so we have this big raft, and they're those like big rubber dinghy type things, mm-hmm. and we go over to this little section where I know the um, undercurrent is so, isn't so bad, rip current, you know, whatever. And uh, so the kids are out uh, playing, and then it comes time, and I put the kids back in. I'm in the water with them, and everybody else is on the thing, you know, uh, drinking. And I lift the kids up there, no problem. And then I go to hoist myself up, and you know how that. Especially when you're wet, the you don't move with it. Like uh-uh. your skin moves yeah. with your yeah, whole yeah. body. <laughs> yeah. And I went and I went to hoist myself up with my forearms and just and just ripped it. Mm-hmm. And then it got worse and worse and worse and worse. And now finally you're fixed. Finally I'm fixed. Yeah. For now. For Until now. Machu Picchu. Until Machu Picchu. And then yeah. God knows. I'm I'm just worried about my you know my feet. But these orthotic things are like instantly that pain went away. Because Both of the feet. because of the fusion that you had in your foot, yeah, that's well, that's where the joint pain came in. But these yeah. things, and it's the simplest thing. You go step on a little foam thing, and they make some measurements, and they're like, "You're good to go. We'll ship." And it then, to you. well, they se- yeah, they send away for it. And then I don't know, ten days later, you get these things. You put them in your shoe. You're like, "Holy shit! This is all I had to do." I know. All I, it's, fu- it's funny because wow. I used to run a ton, and that was like I ne- I always just bought shoes off the rack and ran in them. I never thought about. And then one time at a running store, the guy was like, have you, ever, uh, have you ever been molded and had your own inserts? And I was like, nah, I don't fucking need them. And he's like, okay, let's just, you, do you want to see? Okay, sure, whatever. I did, you know, I put my feet on it. They imagine they put you on the treadmill and then they put you back on there and then they show like the graph of them. And he's like, well, this is, you know, it's really bad. Like this one, this arch is so much yeah. worse than this arch. He's like, just, you should just try these, these inserts. And I was like, mm, Okay. And I tried them, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, huge difference. I've ruined my whole body for yeah. my whole like for the fifteen years I ran. Yeah, and and you don't realize you're overcompensating. You don't really feel. How it. would you know? And also, and you keep fucking up the other foot. You're too dumb to know. Like this morning, I was at the doctor because of this hip thing. This is old. This is an old man podcast. Now, I was at a hip impingement, and I, you know, and he what does was that like, mean? Impingement? Yeah, uh, you know, unfortunately, the nerve. Yeah, well, the bone, the bone kind of grows out. It like uh, creates a growth. Typically happens when you're young. That, he told we me. don't need what. Stop it. Yeah. Just put on. Stop it. Put on. Go. Go back and read about. Uh, you know what? So Shin he's Fein. interested in it and all this. That's why he doesn't know much. Okay. And so we're trying to like get him. No, no, no. But, you learn but more and learn more. on your own time. Okay. 
No, it just it just it's a it's it's phys, it's from phys, being physically active, which is funny. The doctor was like, "Couch potatoes don't get this." Yeah, he's like, "That's the irony of like, oh, you're active when you're young. The bone kind of can create some overgrowth on the mm. outside. So instead of being concave, it really protrudes." And it's just it. I, now I have fucking uh, what do you call it? Hip arth um hip arthritis arthritic. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get older. It's getting worse and worse. I'm How do you 40. feel right now? Uh, I'm okay. I'm fine. You're 40 and this shit is happening? Yeah. Yikes. I know. Thanks, dude. Oh, dude. Wait till you're 60. How old are you? Well, I'm not 60. Yeah, so I... what are you talking about? You don't know. Wait till I, you're 60. I'm waiting. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> wait. waiting till it happens. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till the pain. Yeah, I think uh, that's why I asked about the fear of the Machu Picchu thing, because I, you know, like, I think of, I climbed the Grand Canyon. I did that thing, you know, and... Well, that seems as extensive as... I mean, maybe... It's got to be close. I guess you're not as far above sea level, though. Well, you well when you go down, yeah, you have to stop. They ask you to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, they recommend you stop because they're like, let your body acclimate. Because we had a few people, but I remember I was probably 20 years old, and I was right. thinking, dude, I could fucking backflip down this yeah. thing. I don't give a shit. And people were like, do you mind stopping? So the rest of the group, and I was like, right. okay. Like, it was so wild yeah. to me, and now I think if I tried it today, I'd be... I'd be fucked. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm. My uh, cavalier attitude and confidence is based on past past you know, life. Twenty years ago, yeah. and I was in, I was in really good, exceptional shape. I was always running and jumping and climbing. I've things. seen the photos. Um, yeah, and you um, don't post anymore. No more shirtless photos on your Instagram. Yeah, because fucking uh, Playgirl, you know, oh, took, what? rescinded all the rights. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because you had a long contract with them. Yeah, it was my entire life. Mm. Yeah, and it was weird, and then they got in trouble because uh, it started when I was six, and that was a little unseemly, I guess. Oh, those pictures sold the best for some reason. Yeah, oh, they loved them. Uh, you think it was just because you had hair when you um, were younger? I think it's like, you know, they're like looking at it going, this could be a bear. Right. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, it's an investment <laughs> in the future. and uh, it we got to let it grow. It didn't, didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. it didn't. <laughs> I had a Jufro, though, so maybe that was part of it. Yeah, well, that sells a totally different market. Yeah, yeah, that that's an interest that's interested in another market. No, they don't. No, they don't. Money is money. Money is money. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have you seen? I hate to say this, but have you seen? This makes me think. Have you seen the video of people climbing Everest and the bodies that they see on this on the way? No, that always gets that. Oh, is that because of the? um, The uh, is that the one where the um, global warming has revealed all these bodies? Yeah, they're all they're like everywhere now. (laughs) Like it used oh to be, like you God. wouldn't. You'd see like two on the way up. Now there's like thirty <laughs> that they see, and now this is the most fucked up thing. Oh now God. that there's melting going on, yeah. bodies are sliding down. Oh the Jesus mountain. Christ! <laughs> Some of them were also like landmarkers, like where people would know. Right, green boots. You've heard the green boots story. <laughs> show them green boots from. Show them green boots from Everest. You can't oh. see the man, but there's these famous iconic, this right. man with these 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 like, uh, like bright green boots, right? And he's been there for quite a long time. But he was like a point a point of marking but now his full right. body is almost revealed now because the snow is melted yeah i've i've i recently read about the you know because the snow is melting uh like people are passing by just multiple so many it used to be like i think they would see like a few and now it's like uh, every five feet it's like a whole thing so a part of the, i guess the the training mm-hmm. a friend was telling me a part of it of when you do climb they do a big tutorial on be prepared for the mental aspect of seeing a body yeah because you will 
And it's like you 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 have to get over this mental hump of um, what the elevation change does to you, what kind of you know some of the depravity of oxygen will do to the way you think and the way you see and blah blah. blah. And then that's a whole nother section they have to like brew into it. It's like by the way, you're gonna see a whole fuckload of dead people. Well, this is not. Thankfully, I mean, Machu Picchu will not have this. No, no, no. I know, I know. It's not even remotely that. But there's the second day of hiking. You you climb up to nineteen thousand feet. Yeah, that's very high. I mean, that's. Is there even oxygen there? No, not no, 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 <laughs> what no. What do you do? No, I think the what the tree line, the oxygen line, probably. I think you run out at fifteen thousand or something like that. Because I, I, when we go, our, my wife's uncle had a house for a long time in Breckenridge, and they would you would sleep at around 11,000 feet. Mm-hmm. And and I would have crazy dreams like the first night or two. And then even when you started to go up or hike or anything like that, you start to get, like even yeah. then, and you're going to ski. Yeah. What does that say? 19,000. Yeah, that's it. It contains only half the amount of oxygen. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. It's... But I do But I do love the, uh, I love the, feel, the physical feeling of your body kind of, adjusting it's it's weird like every time i go to denver or go in the mountains i like to physically feel myself working harder to adjust because at sea level and we don't feel anything like i don't yeah, i can't well, tell the difference um uh i'm looking forward to you know spending a lot less like uh uh two-thirds less on alcohol you know yeah yeah, yeah. which is the nice thing about um, the first couple days before you get acclimated, like, you know, three drinks and you're like, yeah, guys. <laughs> and, uh, and I've saved a lot of money. Yeah. Are you, are you doing anything specific to prepare for it that's like changing anything rapidly in your life or no? Diet-wise uh, or any of that shit? They say what? Diet-wise or anything like that? Um, just more pork rinds. I'm trying to. Yeah, you got it. You know, you have to, right? Uh, pork rinds, uh, chicharrones. That's what we call them here. Chicha- yeah, yeah. It's actually chicharrones. Chicharrones. No, rones. Rones. Ron. Up here, ron. Ron. Chicharrones. Chesen. And is that racist? I don't think so. And neither do I. You're saying it's the correct pronunciation. I'm not Mexican, though. Yeah, but you, uh, if you, you either know or you don't. I mean, I, I know the. Uh, correct, correct pronunciation of uh, um, uh, avec moi, Ev- but I'm not uh, French. What is that? What's avec moi? Uh, take the gar- take take the take tr- the trash out. It's it's, it's like uh, trash isn't the exact uh, rubbish. Th- maybe take the rubbish. Yeah, yeah take the which rubbish, can be yeah. uh, when we say when Americans say trash, you're mm. thinking like oh the the refuse and the you know my old banana peel and and the, some papers. But when a Frenchman says uh refuse that could be you know your t- your attitude ah uh, take your attitude out out back dump it in the bin dump it in the bin mm-hmm. how long were you living in france you lived in france for uh it was uh it was a connecting flight uh so uh, i want to say it was three hours ish pretty good yeah I got. I learned a lot you know yeah um took in a lot uh i'm i'm very observant you really are. Yeah. So I can tell you all, you know, about airport bars and things at the Gaulle Airport, International Airport. So I saw a lot of uh, fancies. A lot of fancies. Yeah. You're a fancy boy. I yeah. really am. That's what the internet says. Yeah. I want to, super I, fancy. I want to tell you, I was lucky to do one tiny, tiny role on Arrested, but I did the newest season. Oof. No, maybe the second. I don't know which one it was. Second newest? Season. Second newest? Ugh. 
The second time was uh, not good. You hated them both. Uh, I didn't hate them both. No, I. I the first the, time back was okay. First time back was okay. Yeah. The the I'm not going to go into it, but the second time was uh, uh, just full of really bad, dumb, avoidable problems. And it was not good for anybody. Yeah, and that we could just boil that down to Jason Bateman. Really, is what that is. He's a piece <laughs> a of diva. shit. He's a piece of shit. Uh, I know Jason really well, and every time I speak to him about you, because I talk to him about talented people around him, mm-hmm. and how that's really kind of made him shine. Sure. Because of his shit. Because mm-hmm. of his lack of ability and skill. No, Jason Bateman is a prince. Yeah. Well, I'll the t- prince of tides. I have. A Totally different perspective on him, but yeah. No, what did, what uh, did you do? I the... did. Uh, my scene was with Jason. Uh, I was uh, so sorry. Yeah, trust me. I begged for you. I actually asked very specifically. Yeah. Mine was. Uh, That's how it works. We're going to give you a car with some stairs. Uh, I was the guy selling him the. Uh, uh, oh, with some stairs. With some stairs. Some stairs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I sell him the Google car. Is what it was called. Yes. Uh, yes. 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 And it was honestly, he remembers it. I more than I actually remember, but. It was fucking, for me, I dreamed about the original season. I loved it so much. Obviously, it was cool enough to be even remotely part of it again. But I was such a fucking, such a big fan. So even being a part of anything, I was like, wow. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, it it was, it was great. I mean, it was, uh, um, you know, inarguably great. And, uh, um, but the, the fourth season... Uh, which I watched, you know, I, I, I'm a little disappointed they recut it so that it is linear because I I didn't kind of get it at first, but around the around the Tobias episodes, which are like a little little under halfway through, it finally clicked, and I was like, oh, I see how to watch this now. And it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Once I kind of figured it out, like, this is cool, and this is uh, unique, Right. I haven't seen this before, and it's a and it's a fun exercise, and it may, it, it ensures that I'm going to go back and watch it again, because again, the first like six eps, I was like, "What's going on?" But then once I figured it out, it was a really enjoyable yeah. thing to to participate in, it, and um, it was a it was. And season five was I've n- I've never watched it. I don't think I ever will. It was it was. It's not funny. Good. I've never seen it either. I don't. It's know. not good, man. No. No. And just because it was such a departure from what what the guts of the show really was. Uh, I know you don't have to get into it. I don't think. It, I mean, it was just. Uh, I mean, it just what it, there were a lot of issues as we were going into it. Yeah. And it's uh, it's not about people per se. It's not like a like this person was like this. It, that that's not really what I'm talking about. It was just the whole production was a shit show. Yeah, I mean this happens because the things get lost in this whole like, you know. Look, I just did uh, these couple of seasons of the show Dave on FX, and and that kind of uh, that's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but. it's yeah. I mean, it's come come to an end now, yeah. which. Uh, People like it. People do. People did like it. I think it. I think it was a little bit of a relief because it got so. Um, I think what America doesn't really know is it gets so far away from what originally was kind of making something good. Sometimes, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of there's so many cooks, and and, yeah. and, and then you're like, I don't. What? Are well, we that's kind of the issue with a lot of. Oh, they. they it's because they found it. Season, it's so hard to find me, but I remember I downloaded it once before. Uh, there's me talking to Jason. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, it was a small little role, and he was really difficult to work with. <laughs> it was two seconds. 
and uh, I'm used to I'm used to getting. I'm ex- surprised yeah, some they didn't uh, they didn't cut that out. They should have. Yeah. yeah, they actually should have because a lot of it was on Jason. Right. Yeah, a lot of it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm more shocked than you are that they didn't cut it's it out. It's interesting. The angle is clearly the cameras below. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what that's about. Uh, that was a request. I had a request for that. Oh, I that's said, in your writer. Yeah, I said, can you make sure that uh, that my tits are showing like a little towering bit? over, little Jay? I'm also sitting on an Apple box. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I always that's in my writer. I request. I'm sitting on one right now. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. You're not. We doesn't seem from your angle. You wouldn't I be able to see it. From this angle, mm-hmm. what, which angle would I be able to see it? If you're if you're me looking down, I, I'm the only one. <laughs> that's I'm, it. I can see it. Yeah. All right, let's give it a shot. <laughs> What uh, what can you tell me? Legally? Yeah, what can you tell me? Uh, I mean, I have clearance for some things, but there are some things... Go ahead and tell me some of the, tell me some of the stuff. Cause okay. Because people want to know. A lot of the fans ask Better when David... Com- yeah. Oh, no, I'm well, they sorry, say when No, they say when David comes on, can you ask him about his knowledge or mm-hmm. lack thereof in what's going on in Area 51? Um, well... I can't say too much, but I can say certain things, and maybe you can fill in the dots. Sure. Um, The land rights have been leased to the M&M company for a— To Mars. Yeah, Mars Candies, um, the makers of M&Ms, amongst other things. Um, uh, Three Musketeers, Snick. Mm, say that as a one word next time. Milky Ways. Uh-huh. Is Almond Joy in there? Almond Joy Mounds. Mm. Not what you call it. No chance. Not Skittles. No. Not Twix. Not Kit Kat. Not Cadbury eggs, because Cadbury is its own thing. And that's a whole other issue, unfortunately. The British. Yeah. Well, you know, the Cadbury's used to be made uh, in England. In England, and yeah. now because of Harry and Meghan, they've moved it. <laughs> Was that be? Oh, I thought when they left the royal family, they they took Cadbury with them. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. It was, part of their it was a big. Deal. I was living in London at the time, and it was a big to do. People were not happy. They were mad at them, huh? They were they were mad. I don't even recall their anger being taken out on Harry and Meghan. Although now it is, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, man, that is, I, I don't know shit about any of that stuff, but you can't help but see, it is like a cottage industry for people to be mad at uh, Harry and Meghan. Mm-hmm. Like, people are making money. A fuckload of money. <laughs> of yeah. hating those guys. Yeah. It's almost, well, I mean, the internet is, that's what it does with our business. It's the same thing. It's like, uh, people are, people can profit from... Uh, the amount of controversy that can be created—it's yeah, yeah. extremely profitable. Yeah, and and also when you do, when you make a statement that you're gonna maybe separate from this thing that people hold such a true identity to, it's yeah. like a sports fan when they're like, "The guy's leaving your team," and he's like, "We should oh. fucking kill him." When when <laughs> uh, uh, I lived in Boston for nine years, and when Clemens went to the Yankees, yeah, that was like blast. You watched. Sane, rational adults uh, just losing their shit. Like you, you know, he's first of all he's a 
a redneck from Texas. He yeah. doesn't give a shit about Boston. No. And he's it's called free market capitalism, the thing you love so much. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, How dare he? He's he's betraying us. It is and, weird to own a person. Yeah, it's just I mean yeah. the representation of owning of someone that plays for a thing. But it happens at, even as like a comic when someone's identity they're like, nah, he was a New York guy or he's a Boston guy. It's it's yeah. almost like like when Burr moved here. Mm-hmm. You know, like he still is an East Coast guy or whatever you want to say. But like he's been in LA for fucking ever. It's like he's just as much of an LA comedian as he is an East Coast comedian because his rise, I say, would, I, is out I, here. I disagree because I think, I think you know, uh, especially with Boston, maybe perhaps the most, uh, the uh, your region and where you're brought up can really inform your style, who you are, sure. your personality, and that you carry that over. Um, and I think Bill's a, a, an example of that. You know, he is still Boston, but his. But he has kind of been one of the pillars of L.A. comedy in terms of, like, he's one of our guys. I mean, in terms of we don't have a ton of big names that live here anymore that are still doing the clubs. He's uh, Ali Wong? Yeah, Ali is Ali less so will come to the club because she's so busy. Mm. Like, Bill, Bill, I feel like I do still see work out a little bit more because she's fucking, she's so busy. I mean, she's. Yeah, she did beef. She did yeah. beef. I did beef. Mm. How was it? I didn't get an Emmy. Mm. I did. I asked. Yeah. I said, I did four episodes. Could I please have an Emmy? Was the show good? Yeah, it was very good. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 being, I'm very much not in it. I'm only in four episodes, but I, I, do, I will say that's me. I'm the non-Asian guy. <laughs> I got it. Thanks for pointing that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the <laughs> second one in. But it's funny because it's such a... It was such... You know, I don't know if you've, how many times you've experienced this, but when you read something and you're like, ah, oh, I wish I was... This, I wish I was a bigger part of this thing, or I wish... Because mm. it was fucking rad. I'm reading yeah. it, and I was like, oh, this is fucking rad. And I'm lucky to be in a couple of them, but... That is, yeah, that's one of those things when, I hate to say you know, but sometimes you go, I don't know, I think this is going to be fucking amazing. It'd be hard. Well, sometimes you know. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah, there's, uh, that's... What was the thing you knew when you read it and you knew? Oh, Arrested. Like, um, a, the, didn't you Well, even... uh, I would say, as far as just reading something, I saw the potential, but when I was shooting the pilot, you know, I wasn't, uh, I... I didn't want to read for it. I had just moved to New York like a year a year prior, maybe less, and had no interest in going back to LA at all. And then, you know, this script comes and and I'm and I was like, I'm not interested. And they're like, just read it, it's really funny. And and Bob's wife, Naomi, and my manager both separately are like, I think it's pretty good. And and they wanted me to look at uh two different parts and then I I saw the I read the Tobias thing. I was like, oh, I know who that is. Mm-hmm. I got this. And then I was like, it's supposed to be a reoccurring character. That That's great. I shoot six episodes and go home. Most of, you know, for back and forth, that's great. And uh, and then when I was shooting the pilot, and I think we all felt this, uh, it, you're just in, the casting is so fucking perfect in that show. And you're, playing around with these you know most of whom i'd never heard of before um and then you're like this is 
really good. Mm-hmm. This is funny. This is good. It's it's the tone. I like the tone. The Russo brothers are great. They directed the the pilot in the first season. And I'm like, this is just a fucking treat. And they're letting me improvise and and this is awesome. It's a fun role. So uh I remember calling my girlfriend going, Hey, uh so good news, bad news. Uh I think I gotta do the show. I think I gotta be regular and I think I gotta keep doing this. Yeah. And um so that one I knew when we were shooting the pilot. I was like, this is really good. Special. Um, I think uh, when I read Station Eleven, which I had never read the book, I was like, holy shit, this is... And it turned out to be... That was one of my favorite shows of, the, of that year. That was fucking great. Did you read the book after the fact? I didn't. I didn't. Good. Uh, I should. Fuck books. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that should be an imprint. Yeah, a publishing fuck, imprint. Fuck books. Fuck books. Um, we'll although a... that would have a different connotation, I guess, for some people. Well, we have two divisions. Oh, okay. Yeah, what fuck, are they? comma, books, and fuck books. Ah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> you want to appease everybody in this day and age. Um, how much longer do we have to do this? Su- two seconds. Okay. This is it. Okay, is it? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, we're at 59 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You Uno. what? We have nine minutes left? No, 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 no. Oh, we're at 59. We're in that one. How about that for kind of... That's a pro. You like, are it's con- just, you are a pro. It's just in the brain going. It's ingrained. I think we're at an hour in the st- in in the in the in the rhythm of doing an hour and no and like yeah. warming up for your Un- special. Unlike when you do a set like a twelve minute set at a at like you know you drop into a club and you're like, um, how was that? Was that uh, how much time did I do? Uh, you did twenty minutes, asshole. You're oh like, shit! I'm sorry. Was I supposed to do six? <laughs> yeah. You guys said six and a half. I remember. I remember uh, Norman told me that Seinfeld had said to him when he first opened for him at the at the Beacon, I think it was, that Jerry was like, "You'll do twelve or whatever the number was," mm. and he was like, "Oh, you know, what if I'm a little over or under?" And Jerry's like, "What, what do you mean?" <laughs> right. And he's like, "Well, I did. What if you know? What if it's?" And he's like, "What do you mean? It's tw- you do tw- twelve, you and do that's 12 the num- that's the number." Yeah. And he was like, "Uh." And he was he said he was so panicked about it. Yeah. But like that is kind of a that was such a standard. I don't know if it's a generational thing as as well, but oh, I have no. Yeah, but I mean, Seinfeld is jokes. He he doesn't change a word. Right? It's to the beat. It's to yeah, yeah. It's down to like the the science. It is. It's scientific. That and I told him. I said that would make. I would bail. I would make me so fucking. Oh nervous. god, I have I don't no know how idea to do that. Twelve minutes. I have no fucking. I, at twelve minutes, I'd be like, uh, um, and that's why I was. Ta- okay, I got to go. Bye. <laughs> Uh, for for people at home, I want to first of all, I want to thank you for coming on the show. For people at home, please go watch. Uh, the special is out on Eight Hundred Pound Gorillas YouTube. Yeah, uh, it's available right now. Uh, when this is out, it'll be out. Yeah, um, and your it's other specials out on pretty there. soon. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, the worst daddy in the world. The worst daddy in the world, which is not true. It, I don't think it's true. Uh, my your, daughter, your daughter might have does. an uh, argument with you. And she that. directed it and EP'd it, your daughter. Mm-hmm. She co-created it. Yeah. Right. you got to give her some credit for yeah. that, too. She did some writing on it. Does she get paid for this or no? I mean, you know, I get up in the morning and make her fucking breakfast and walk her to school every morning. So, yeah. Uh, we'll see. Payment in full. <laughs> Watch Worst Daddy in the World. Uh Right now on YouTube on Eight Hundred Pound, we'll put the link in the description below. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. You look in that camera right there. We we end the show the same way. You say one word or one phrase uh, to end the episode whenever you're ready. One word or one phrase. 
Now that's what I call a pancake. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. You were that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.